Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Danny Cannell, Chip Patterson, Barton Simmons, and Tom Fernelli. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. That's Barton Simmons. That's Tom Fernelli. And hit them sirens, dog. We're back with another show here today because um, massive development in the world of college football. We've got Jamie Newman, the former Wake Forest, for a short-time Georgia Bulldog quarterback, our beloved dogs, has decided that he is going to opt out of the season. Uh, Official statement from Newman with much prayer and discussion with my family. I would like to announce that due to the uncertainties of this year amid a global pandemic, I will officially opt out of this football season and prepare for the upcoming 2021 NFL draft. He goes on to thank Kirby Smart for extending the opportunity to be a part of the program. Says he's built some great relationships. And now as he prepares for the journey ahead, hashtag God's plan. Uh, Yeah, big, big things brewing right now in Athens for our beloved dogs. You know, we've still got JT Daniels, who's not been officially cleared, though he is practicing. He's not been cleared Cleared for game activity. Yeah, cleared to practice. Uh what do you what are y'all making of this? Can I be honest? Yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal or it's as big of a deal as it's going to be made. Mm. I think that it's a big deal for Jamie Newman in that the moment he announced he was transferring to Georgia, he suddenly became like a top, you know, prospect for the draft next year. And I wonder how this is going to affect his draft stock not being able to play in Georgia against the SEC defenses. But I think as far as talent wise, JT Daniels not cleared to play in a game. It's been cleared to practice. We saw, you know, uh, the athletics reporting that Daniels the other day was taking ha- Seth. Seth Emerson was reporting Daniels mm-hmm. was taking half the snaps in practice. I think that, and we've talked about it on the show before. I think that for what Todd Munkin typically has done with his offenses at previous stops, JT Daniels is a better fit for that offense than Newman was. So I think Newman's a very talented player. And they're going to, I think that the dynamic he brings with his legs is something that Daniels can't read, isn't, you know, as good at. And I think that hurts them as far as maybe the diversity of what they could do on offense. But I think as far as just moving the ball through the air with those receivers, I think George is going to be just fine with JT Daniels. I just love to, to hearken in this something we do just sort of reminisce about uh, certain uh, tenures, certain uh, periods in college football history, like hearkening back at the, the, uh, the Jamie Newman tenure at Georgia in college football history will be will be one of fond memories for me. Actually, it will be not of fond memories, but just what what a what a uh, what a phoenix that just just rose out of nowhere and 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 now returned back down to earth. Uh, he was out of Georgia immediately, and look, I I, I hyped him. Uh, I was I was I was guilty of this, um, but. He, you know, he goes to Georgia and immediately he's the guy that everyone points to when they try to predict the next Joe Burrow. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, the, the, the profile works. It fits. The shoe fits. Uh, so he's the next Joe Burrow. He's, he's, he's top of the Heisman odds. Georgia's going to win a national title now. 
Um, and <laughs> before he can eat, like all of that, all that work, all that work hyping this guy. And now we're back and he's not even going to play a game. We're not going to see a single game of Jamie Newman outside of Winston-Salem. And so very disappointing just just to, to know that those, you know, we we'll, won't we'll get an answer on any of that. And so um, I, I, I also do agree with Tom. Like, I think I don't like it. This doesn't this doesn't shake the foundations of the Georgia football team or the college football landscape. They still do have JT Daniels and it makes that pickup in the, in the grad transfer market like so critical. But JT Daniels is there and he may not be fully cleared for contact right now or whatever it is. He'll he'll be cleared. And yeah, so, by the 26th, <laughs> he's getting cleared now. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 uh, I just, just more, more fascinating than anything else. Did we talk ourselves into it? Like a fan talks themselves into a recruit that they really want. Like we talked ourselves into Jamie Newman being the one to help open up this Georgia offense and lead them into the modern era. And that now that he's not coming, it's like that favorite recruit that you wanted ended up picking the other school. And he's like, well, you know what? He won that good anyway. You know, he just, he's about a replacement player. I'm just, I'm not sure. Like the, the interesting next piece of this for Jamie Newman is going to be what happens at the NFL. Like, where is he drafted? How does he perform? Does all the time that he spent, obviously, with the, you know, he was working out with the quarterback gurus in Atlanta. Like, him and Anthony Brown had the same quarterback coach, and they were going through the transfer process together. You know, does all this extra work that he's put in, like, does it all pay off and that it really was just like a the Jamie Newman as an individual prospect was worth this hype or were we taking all of these next steps of trying to imagine that he was going to usher in this new era for Georgia? Like how much of it is Jamie and how much of it is Georgia? I want to know what was his, like I, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to figure out what was his pre-draft. Cause like these guys, these draft guys, I'm not like, they don't really watch the underclassmen that aren't leaving, but I'm curious what his pre like his spring of 2020 uh, draft projection was in NFL circles. Cause let's call it six rounds. Let's call it fifth round. I don't know if that's accurate, but that sounds about right. Maybe does, it's a fifth does that G just move you up a day? <laughs> yeah. Just this, just the simple fact of going and, and rocking like some Georgia workout gear for a semester, all of a sudden bump them up to a second rounder. It's the film's going to be exactly the same. Right. So that, that's going to be fascinating to see like where he gets drafted and how that contrasts with what, what, what it would have been in spring of 2020. Cause nothing's changed. Nothing has changed other than yeah. he got some hype. Yeah. I, I don't. I I do mock drafts for us, you know, during the spring, and I can't. I can't say for sure, but I do remember when after he announced he was transferring to Georgia, and I started seeing like you know early twenty twenty one mock drafts. All of a sudden, Jamie Newman's name is just popping up in like the top ten, in the top five of these mock drafts, and I obviously I do pay attention to the guys before you know their junior years, and I do not remember any real draft hype surrounding Jamie Newman before he announced the decision to transfer to Georgia. So I do think there is definitely some of that involved, but I mean, yeah, it's. JT Daniels is a former five-star recruit. It's not like George is going to the cupboard and it's like, oh God, I don't know. What do we have here? Let's, you know, th this might be past its expiration date. Do we have any of this? It's like, no, you've got newly minted five-star QB, JT Daniels. And it's like I said, you know, on earlier shows, 
I talked about the possibility of Daniels winning the starting job to begin with, or at least earning the job at some point during the season. So I do think it hurts in that, you know, they don't have that option because I think that having options is good, especially one that, you know, brings more of a, a running aspect to it than I think Daniels can, especially coming off a torn ACL. But I, again, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it really hurts Georgia's ceiling going but, from Jamie Newman to JT Daniels. But I, I will say this though, because I, I, like I said, the pro, like the Burrow profile, it does make sense. Like they're the, the, the Jamie Newman hype train, but for the pre-Georgia season, wasn't just baseless. It wasn't just mindless hype. It wasn't just some media creation. Like he was, he's talented, and he did really good things when he had decent players around him at Wake Forest. And it was going to be fascinating. Like I'm just disappointed that we don't we don't find yeah. out the solution to this puzzle. Like like this the solution to this equation of like Jamie Newman minus Wake Forest plus Georgia uh, times Georgia's skill talent <laughs> equals you know what? It's like I, I wanted to see what Whoa, the equation was. Did you was get in my process to. notebook? How did you figure out the math? <laughs> so that that's that's my biggest. I, I just just the just the outcome. I wanted to see the outcome, and now. Now, who knows? He'll be a backup quarterback in the NFL for five years, and you know that's that, that's that. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a chance that this actually helps his draft stock in a way because you know now you've got that like mystery box appeal to it. It's like, uh, well, I know what this guy is, but this guy could be anything. What's in the mystery <laughs> box? And I wonder if sitting out and just preparing for the draft and really not putting anything else on tape against like an Alabama or an LSU against other top defenses that might expose some flaws you just didn't really see in what he did at Wake Forest in the ACC. I wonder if this could, it's kind of like the way that he just got pushed up into the top 10 in so many mock drafts. It's like, well, he's talented and now he's on Georgia, so he's good. So it's like, I wonder if NFL teams will just look at that and say, this guy could be anything. We don't know what's in the mystery box. And you've spent all these months imagining that run pass option. Do y'all remember Jamie Newman (laughs) used to hold the mesh point? for way oh, too long fantastic. like he he sits there and he reads that linebacker and it gives me anxiety with how long the <laughs> running back just has to like shuffle his feet right there to decide whether or not newman's gonna pull it out like i thought he was what? i thought he was good at it when i saw him yeah I, well that was the whole thing like that's their that was their whole like yeah. system at wake yeah yeah that's, no that's, I, I don't say that i just it gave me anxiety just because i was like yeah. oh my god make a decision make a decision make a decision make yeah. a decision he didn't make a lot of errors but you know he was waiting for sage surratt to like juke somebody and be able to uh to get open over the middle i get it it was just uh it was a lot um okay one more thought on this well i guess uh we'll hit this and and then i guess we can uh we can spin it forward and close to wrap it up i did think that Listen, like thinking about Jamie Newman and thinking about Jamie Newman, the person and sort of his decision-making tree, it is, uh, it is like the other side of like, there are a lot of players that want to play. There are a lot of players that have done everything that they want to do, everything that they are asked to do to play. Like there are limits to how much they want to play. And then there are, you know, there's Jamie Newman's done everything that he's been asked to do to September 1st. Like he's played, he's done camp. He's done scrimmages. He's done this all with the idea of like, I'm going to be leading the Georgia Bulldogs and you know, either something that's weighing on him or, you know, advice that's changing or, you know, growing sentiment among players themselves. This one felt, and we sort of broached this a little bit with Jamar chase when we were asking about, you know, is it an agent thing? But 
I, I don't know. I think that the Jamie Newman announcement was one because it came from a player who had such a position to play in the biggest games in all of college football. If he wanted to be on the biggest stages, it was all there for him. And for him at this point to have gone this far, it's like, well, there, there are some limits to where where these players are going to play because Newman had a lot going for him and he's leaving in terms of college football success uh, a lot more on the table, even than I would say a Jamar Chase, who's a Blitnikoff winner, best wide receiver in college football last year. Like what he has on tape is certified first round and Newman's looking around and that was what he cited. You know, he didn't, he did say that it's to prepare for the upcoming NFL draft, but I mean, that's in the first paragraph due to the uncertainty of this year amid a global pandemic. Um, you know, they want to play, but it, it is, they are not able to shut out the outside world entirely. And like I, like I said, a Monday show, walking into the facility every day, getting Q-tips stabbed up your nose and into your brain a couple of times. Maybe you just get tired of dealing with that if you feel like you don't really have to deal with it. Do you guys think if JT Daniels never transferred in, that Jamie Newman would not have opted out? Because that's what they're gonna say. Like that's that that is. Well, but here's because here's the thing too. Like even even if you're like even like like, let's just assume Jamie Newman had the job one. Like he's the starter. He's better. Like let's just assume we don't know what's going on in camp. Like we we can we 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 don't know. But let's 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 work under the assumption that Jamie Newman is better than J T Daniels. I still think, and he knows it. I still think with J T Daniels being there. It just allows him to do what he's comfortable doing. It's like, look, I didn't leave y'all out to dry. Like, I didn't. Oh, like, okay. You, you guys are good. Like, y'all, like, but, but, like, maybe that's not the case. Like, but I'm, my point is just like, whether it's because JT Daniels is just like crushed in practice or whether it's because JT Daniels gives him an out that he's looking for because he doesn't feel comfortable playing in the COVID era. I think if JT Daniels doesn't come to Georgia, Jamie Newman probably still playing. Like, can you imagine that if there's no JT Daniels there and Jamie Newman bounces and like the Georgia season was like riding on this new arrival of the quarterback that, that, that they needed to replace all of, you know, this, this like year after year of five-star talent that that'd be, you want, you don't want to see the Twitter mentions if that happens. You're like, listen, you're probably right. You're not, you're not playing the, he's scared. He's going to get beat off he, beat. He's running away. You're, you're saying that additionally, if you are weighing the emotional, if you have made relationships with these players, as you're you weighing the pros bad. and cons, you don't feel as bad. Yeah, I think what like whatever the circumstances is, I just think that that Daniel's arrival facilitated this in some in some degree, like even subconsciously. That's I do think it's it's like it's facilitated it to a degree. You all want a galaxy brain this thing? Yeah, let's do it. Yes. Who who was watching practice the other day? Justin Fields couple days after Justin Fields just so happens to be back on campus watching Georgia practice. Jamie Newman decides he's not going to play. I don't know. Do the math, kids. What does the math say? Yeah, what does the math say? What does the math say? The math says two plus two equals five. Come on, let's do it. This is happening. Justin Fields transferring back to Georgia. When yes. people try to pitch me the Justin Fields back to Georgia, I get the undefined that you get when right. like the, right. it's a broken formula in the spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't get if it. I mean, dude, if it happens, that's bananas. This game, this season's even more sideways than it is already. 
Yeah, to be clear, I don't think it's happening. But like you just said, with everything that's happened in the sport in the last six months, who the hell even knows at this point? Uh, for our beloved dogs, no changes to expectation. We believe the ceiling is still the same. We had a chance. We got the email from our editor earlier today when this news broke. Do we want to change our predictions for the SEC? And I, and spoiler alert for our SEC experts coming out on Thursday, I picked Georgia to win the conference. I didn't change a damn thing. The only thing, I don't like whatever the win, whatever pro, my projected Georgia win total is. I think it's, I think it's nine and one. I think is what I think they're going to do. Um, I'm not changing that, but the likelihood of them going nine and one, the likelihood of them hitting your expectations, whatever they are, just dropped. And that that is even you again. Let's even just assume that. Someone, Kirby Smart, gives me a call and says, hey, Barton, by the way, JT Daniels was like a lot better than Jamie Newman. So consider that whenever you're talking about Georgia. All right, Kirby, I got you. It's still dropping because this is a season of all seasons where like Georgia had a huge advantage in the sense that there's there's a good – A, quarterbacks get hurt anyways. Mm-hmm. B, with the COVID stuff going on, like quarterback depth is pretty important. Like if Georgia needed to go to, to the second guy – if it's Newman, if it's Daniels, that was a huge, I think. And even like Tom was saying, like m- maybe Jamie just doesn't have it. Like not what they thought. They got to sneak by a couple games. Bama gives it to them and they need to move to the second string quarterback, just like Georgia did with Jake Fromm, just like Alabama did with Tua, whatever. Like that option would have been on the table. That stuff's gone now. You, you got your guy. And and I know they have other quarterbacks there, Carson Beck, Dewan Mathis, whatever. But I don't think those guys are ready yet for what JT Daniels and, and Jamie Newman are. Um, so I think that's I think I, I don't think this is insignificant in the turn in the sense of you know how it can affect Georgia's season. I just I still think Georgia is kind of the same team. He is Barton Simmons. You can follow him on Twitter at Barton Simmons. You can follow him at Tom Fernelli. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. We are back on Thursday, week one locks. Get them ready, gentlemen. Thank you. You. Welcome to the Nothing Personal with David Sampson podcast. Do me a favor and blink, please. Did you blink? That's how fast the Major League Baseball season went in 2020. The postseason is already upon us. Whether it's baseball news, you want NFL, college football, water polo, chess, movies. If there's a story, we'll have it covered every weekday, five days a week. Just subscribe and download on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever else you find your podcasts. No BS, no soft tosses, no hot takes. You know, it's always business. It's nothing personal.